Dude, if I had a fucking cool criminal hit squad, fucking Elon Musk, dude, I'd give that guy five DNA tests right now. You know what I'm saying, dude? <laughs> <laughs> But today, on the HeckCast, we're going to be moving backwards in time. <laughs> For we're going to be talking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're going to be talking about a thing that may have mentioned a couple times in this podcast. Maybe you know. Maybe you can uh, give the guy a little shout out here, Muhammad Ben Salman. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, he's our favorite, he's our favorite fuck. Saudi prince, dude. He's fucking back. Let's just dive okay. right into it. Did you hear about all the gifts that he essentially gave Donald Trump when he was president? No, I was talking about Saddle Jabri. Oh, but man. let's talk about okay, real let's quick, talk about let's the gifts for Saddle Jabri. Let's do the let's do the good, then we'll do the bad. All right, let's just do this. What happened is uh, state to state handoffs, you know, Saudi Arabia handing off specifically to the White House swords with Donald Trump's name engraved on okay, it. Okay, first off, fucking sick. Yeah, we got I think it was alpaca. Jackets, uh, like is this like, real? Yes. Oh, dude, yes. The simulation, the simulation is so fucking stupid at this point. Like, yeah, I need out. Dude, I'm pretty get sure there was like a few. There's a couple swords. There was a few busts. <laughs> they like made busts of Donald. Like basically, Muhammad bin Salman was he was really hoping that Donald Trump would win again. So then they the buddies could just team up and take over the world. They were like ready. Uh, yeah. Bin, bin Salman was getting his harem ready to move to Washington D.C. <laughs> Trust me on this here. Oh yeah, dude. His Trust hair, he me. was he was yeah. He's that dude's popping off on Instagram. He's got a he's got the the American harem and the Saudi royal family harem. This dude's got harems in every fucking every yeah, he, country in the no world. He's no Thai dude. king, but he's pretty close. You know, I know the Thai yeah. king's got his harems in Germany, but you know, I think that Muhammad bin Salman, he's probably got one in a couple different countries for sure, tucked Huge. away somewhere. Yeah, dude, those are low key hype ass gifts though, dude. Alpaca fucking cloaks yeah. and jackets and swords, Here. dude. Let me get fucking the, so tight. Let me get the. I didn't know we were gonna go down this road, so let me get the Bin <laughs> Salman Trump gifts. Let me just pull them up here so we can be for sure. Okay, white tiger and cheetah furs. Okay. Wow, dude. Yeah. What? So sick. So sick, right? Uh, there we go. Let's see. Yeah, so tiger, oh cheetah, also some cheetah fur, you know, because oh. that because that's not you gotta, weird. You got to balance out. That's the thing, Derek, that you don't get because it's like you got to balance out the white tiger with the cheetah. It's obvious. I mean, obviously, you don't want to be gauche, dude. You have to have, you know what I mean. This is mid-century modern uh-huh. uh, murdering Saudi royal family sociopath decor. Okay, so fucking get okay. it straight. Get so, your fucking head straight. What do you think Please. about the? $25,000 gold-plated camel statue that he gave him. Oh, my fucking God, dude. Is this real, dude? It's this 100% simulation real. is so fucked. This dude, I swear to God. Oh, a $2,000 bowl, uh, a $10,000 designer-made chair featuring papyrus flower designs, um, dude, gold-plated camel, um, statue, uh, a $1,000 statue of a woman in a glass case, um, dude, if dreams are messages from oh, the deep, I oh, literally couldn't under fucking. Dude, oh my that God. last one, the get the woman in a glass case, that was to Mike Pompeo. A little, uh, oh, a little uh, hello, Mister Pompeo. A little, uh, little uh, dude. Let's see what else we got. Mister yeah, so Defense, we Mister Pompeo. We got the alpaca stuff. We got the swords. So you know, just your normal 
uh, state gifts that you would give someone a $25,000 gold camel statue, which, you know, everyone has yeah. one. Every American Nothing, has one. Yeah. Every, everyone has a woman in glass, you know, exactly. and it's a, it's a, it's a staple of American culture is just a statue of a woman in some glass. Yeah. It's I like how nondescript it. it is too. It's just like a woman in glass. All yeah. Right. What's yeah? What's going on there? Is alive, dead, made of marble? Exactly, dude. The, really? Who the fuck? Someone gave that to Mike Pompeo. He's like, we can do this to people. We can put them in glass forever. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's like, we can. We have the technology to put people into he's into like, glass. All, all you gotta do, like, all you gotta do is tell him to meet me at the Saudi <laughs> embassy, the consulate in Istanbul. Okay, it's easy. All you gotta yeah, do is yeah. send him to send him yes. to Istanbul, and I'll be there. I'll be at the consulate. It'll be fine. Everyone, you know, someone will come out wearing their clothes. No one's going to know. All right. No one's going <laughs> to yeah. know they died. Yeah. Make sure to wear your best. Okay. Get those Gucci slippers on because my, my hitman boy, I want him walking out looking fire. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Just a classic woman in glass. Just some fucking, you know, swords. So, you know, the King, King Solomon, though, he also, he also gave Donald Trump a $64,000 ruby and emerald pendant necklace. And a five thousand dollar gold plated model of a fighter jet from Bahrain. Cool. Dude, classic. These are like Call of Duty villains. Wait, wait, like this I more, don't. This more. This oh more. my god. A thousand dollar bronze sculpture of a manatee. What <laughs> manatee? Is that why? So is that why that Trump supporter carved the his Trump into the manatee? Leave manatees alone, for God's sake. A five hundred dollar model of an oil well surface cap valve system. You know because. Saudi Arabia and oil, of course. And oil, yeah, classic. Good, I, I got it. Perfect. I'm there. I think I'm that's it. You. I think those are those are at least all the reported gifts. I'm sure that's not including the, you know, sex trips that they probably took them on. And, oh no, yeah, yeah for definitely sure. all that. It's also interesting where it's like, here's the this image of a manatee, and then here's the thing, oil that will absolutely destroy its ecology and biodiversity and anything it has to do with it. So it's kind of, you know, I feel like it's a little playful for MBS. You know, a little playful. Those, yeah. You know, just show this you know cosmic irony through gold you know pretty impressive pretty impressive and so yeah so we're now now let's move on to the the bad the bad side you know that was the that was those that was uh bin salman's good side you know and then we can talk about Mohammed bin salman's bad side which is like i was saying before luring you know anybody to the to the istanbul consulate yes and trying to murder them Yes. Yeah, so yeah, just to refresh. So we're going to talk about Saddle Jabri, who they're trying to, you know, MBS is trying to Khashoggi now, but Crazy. everybody remembers our boy Jamal Khashoggi, dude. Rest in power, dude. That's forever right. on our Discord servers, forever in our hearts, forever on our forever shredding noobs. We love you, King. Go off, King. Shredding noobs. Um, but he was murdered. Obviously, no repercussions because America's in the pocket of the Saudi royal family. So no, th- there was repercussions for the people who did it by Muhammad bin Salman. He just. So he he sent people to kill Khashoggi, and then he killed like four of the people he sent to do it. So that that this brings us to our most recent point, where this guy Saad Al Jabri, who is like the actual uh, former official, like did all the uh, he was like part of the uh, Saudis like CIA. He was like the head. Mm-hmm. So. It's interesting to all this. Obviously, they want to Khashoggi this guy. And so this guy's like spilling his beans about everything. But it's interesting now to go and look back to realize that how much of a fucking goose, straight up goose MBS is. This dude. So. This guy MBS pulls up the sod. And this is before he's the crown prince, Mm -hmm. right? He's now the crown prince after all this shit happens. 
And he's like, just like, I am going to murder the current king so I can get in power. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to use a poison ring Mm. that I got from the Russians where I just shake his hand and then he dies. This is like... Faceless men, crazy Game of Thrones, like, fantasy Yeah, they, nonsense. they played Hitman too many times or something. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, poison this guy, ring. Yeah, he's like, I have a poison ring, and I shake his hand, and then he dies. And this guy's like, bet, dude, perfect. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's do it, man. Sounds incredible. And this guy's like, no, there's no way. We can't just go, ki- we can't just go around killing whoever you want. So the reason Khashoggi was so fucked up is... MBS just got his own hitman squad together. And it was just a bunch of fucking criminals yep. that he found. Mm-hmm. And that's why they walk in to the fucking Turkish consulate holding bone saws and yep. like walk out with Jamal Khashoggi's clothes. Because like he was just like this dude is like a fucking man of the night's watch, just like scouring a prison, pulls up a bunch of prisoners, and he's like, You guys are my new hit squad. I want you to go murder somebody. And obviously there these people are like, yeah, I'm not going to turn down a, a hundred, yeah. like, whatever thousand dollars in a favor from the crown prince. I'm just going to fucking murder, or somebody from the uh, Saudi royal family at this point. I'm just going to murder this fucking guy. Exactly. And Erdogan in Turkey is like, yeah, dude, dude come over here and do it. That's totally fine. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, like, he's like, yeah, my police are terrible. They're not going to investigate shit. He's like, you know what? I'll fuck. just tell the cops not to show up. Our country's super corrupt, dude. It's totally fine. <laughs> yeah. We have an attempted military coup every year now, dude. <laughs> Just like it's like fall. It's like October uh, comes around. The we have a dictatorship. Coup. You ever heard of it? Okay. We don't have to ask <laughs> yeah. anybody anything. All right. You know how many people so, voted for me? Zero. Okay. We take over the government. <laughs> yeah. It's the only way to do it, dude. And uh, so Saad, and also Saad, just this dude is also absolutely, he's a, first off, he's a doctor mm. in computer science. And the dude is filthy fucking rich so he escapes to canada uh obviously he's like i'm not gonna do what mbs says and so mbs is gonna try and kill me because mbs basically created this prison in saudi arabia that's like a hotel prison type thing for all the royal saudis that he doesn't want to murder yet but also doesn't want to like game of thrones get you know He's got like, like a drunk tank that he just keeps, uh, you know, whatever yeah, royal family yes. members that are trying to kill him, he puts them in there and then waits and then does probably a, what is it, every Tuesday they do the public executions in, in Riyadh? So yes. Totally fine. Yeah, it's like watch a couple people get killed. You can get a good view from that. But if you actually look at the building, building looks mad nice. Not going to lie. If Everything I was in Saudi held- Arabia looks nice except for where the the poors live except for yes. you know what i mean like <laughs> yes, all the public buildings and of course all the royal residences and stuff look insane and then you see where the poor people or like the regular saudis live like absolute peril like disgusting conditions oh yeah awful but he's like i don't want to get locked up here so he dips over to canada gets that asylum you know what up over there chilling and they immediately obvi- i don't know why it's this is the confusing part where he leaves his whole family like, this is the part where I'm like, this guy's probably also just a piece of shit. Uh, and, like, there's this other thing we'll get into in a minute where he's, like, super... He stole a bunch of money. And, like, the Canadian government is, like, processing. Like, this this whole story is really fucking weird. So, anyway, he leaves his whole family. Obviously, MBS, dude. Does a classic move. Grabs him up. Starts immediately torturing them. And, and weirdly enough, starts with his brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Brother-in-law pulls up and he's like, cool, you're going to get flogged, a th- like, a hundred times. Like the old MGS classic, dude. The MGS. 
The Metal Gear Duck Solid. Metal Gear, dude. The Patriots. Who are the Patriots? So, it's just fucking weird. So all this stuff happens. This dude's in Canada, and it tur- and it d- it does turn out that this like Canadian judge is ruling where he's like, yes, Saad is incredibly corrupt, and apparently did steal like five hundred million dollars. But at the same time, it's like this dude, he's in a very precarious place where he has helped out Canada and America mm-hmm. enough to sort of like get an aside with Americans and Canadians. Like apparently he stopped a bunch of like terrorist attacks because he was part of like the whatever uh, Saudi CIA for a long time. And obviously those guys are when you have a proxy war in Yemen, <laughs> it's a lot of terrorist factions that are going to be coming after you. So you got to have people out there That's right. getting in between them. You know what I'm saying? When, when you when you go after a country that cannot defend itself, you're going to get a lot <laughs> of terrorist recoil for sure. You're going to create generations of terrorists. Like, <laughs> yeah. Le- yeah, learn that. America learned that the hard way, and and, and didn't learn it. <laughs> like we yeah, learned it. Also, we, we didn't yeah. learn it the hard way. That's the best part about it. <laughs> yeah, we continue to learn that les- lesson. Thank you, Derek. Um, so he's sort of in this situation where he's getting he's like stuck in Canada. His family is still in Saudi Arabia getting like murked and tortured constantly and M- like MBS is just over there flexing dude yeah still constantly sending out apparently gold women in glass and rugs and gold then <laughs> cheetah first it's crazy and cheetah first but I just want to talk about that because it's like I feel like it's it's like who's going to be the next person and then like obviously it's this guy sod and what's going to happen to him eventually he's probably going to get murked if he ever decides to go anywhere Right. Yeah, and, and then there was also um, uh, what was this guy's name? I think it was Al Muzani. Al Muzani, you know about this too? It's like an it's just mm-hmm. another uh, a former Saudi official, and and the Saudi government continuously contacts his daughter to try to get her to go to the consulate in Istanbul. Oh yeah, they do it, dude. They do it. And, and it's hard and they because lure, they lure them too. It's not just like, hey, come to the consulate. They're like, hey, we, we really want to settle this problem. We want to give you like settlement money. Like they yep, they, yep. they they get you to come because that's what they did to um, Khashoggi. Is they were like, look, we're we're gonna make sure your marriage goes through, and this is gonna be fine. You just gotta come get your finalization paperwork here at the consulate in Istanbul. No problem. Yeah, and they ex like as much as um, America does it. Like MBS, I mean, learn from the best. Like they're big fans of extradition. Right. They and it's what they did to Saad's fucking brother in law. They just grabbed this dude up from a totally different fucking country and just mm-hmm. fucking flew him to Saudi Arabia. So it's like you really aren't safe fucking anywhere. Cause this guy was also getting like when he first got to Canada. Right. He was getting fucking texts and calls from all of his friends in Saudi Arabia and they're like, Don't fucking go anywhere near the Saudi consulate. Like there's people going over there. And that the Canadian government intercepted, dude. Guess what they intercepted? What? A fucking MBS hit squad. Oh. Where? Dude, flying in, they and they had with, 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 with like the same ones that flew into the, the into yes, Turkey with, 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 like, with the backpacks. It was like a, it was like a very similar. Stuff. Yes, dude, and they had a bunch of they had a murder kit, mm-hmm. and the Canadian officials were like, "Uh, these look like a bunch of weapons and uh, de- torture devices," and they were like, "No, this is for DNA testing." Oh right, yeah, we were just, <laughs> yeah. We were just coming here over to Canada to DNA test some of your citizens. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was like, these guys. He really did find these guys like in a gutter because they're so fucking stupid. They're like, it's like, so what do you need this bone saw and this syringe full of cyanide for? Uh, it's a DNA test. It's a DNA Saudi test. DNA test. Yeah, yeah. we're just gonna check. 
<laughs> it's a Saudi DNA. T- it, 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 they're not lying. It truly is a Saudi <laughs> DNA test because they only basically kill Saudis. And so they go with these devices. They see that they're Saudi and then they kill them. It's a DNA <laughs> test. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, pure, it is, it it's is plain and simple. Yeah, like, they get DNA easy. all over those weapons. You know what I mean? <laughs> And then they're going to take his clothes and fly the heck out of there. <laughs> and um, I just yeah, never clear. get over that image of the guy in Khashoggi's clothes. Like, they don't fit. His shoes were on, like, the wrong feet. And he's, like, walking out, like. <laughs> yeah, past fucking Khashoggi's girlfriend in the car. <sighs> oh, my God, dude. It's incredible. Tragic, but, but you know, he's he lives. his name lives in infamy now. He's, he's, oh, dude. He's our shining, he's he's our shining our boy. Dude, yeah, he's our shining, he's our north star, dude. He's constantly guiding us mm-hmm. on forward, dude, forward through time. Time marches on with the Khashoggi monster. Mm-hmm. But the problem with MBS and why he can get away with so much of this shit is he has like so much pull. Like all the older generations and all the royal family fucking hate the crown prince. Like they fucking can't stand him because, I mean, obviously he fucking locks them all up. So he locks them all up. And fucks with them all and, and totally destabilizes them ever being able to get power ever again. Because, like, the Saudi royal family is fucking huge, dude. Like, it's you, fucking you, you massive. You can't even, fa- like, we don't even know, like, fucking yeah. how many people. So like, so many. Big. Like, thousands. It's not like yeah. there's maybe, like, 30 or 40. No, no, There's literally thousands. It's because they've had their family so big and they just want to be in charge. It's literally the country's named after them. Yes, dude. <laughs> it's not. And the so, reason it's called Saudi Arabia is uh, it's the Saudi family. El Saud. El Saud, baby. And so, like, one of his first directives is to, like, just grab up all these princes that are chilling, that are partying over in in England, all over the UK. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, Mm -hmm. all over fucking the EU and America. Yeah, all over the US, too, for sure. Gets them. He's like, we want to chill. We got to chill. Got to have you guys back to hang out. Locks them all up. So, all this older generation really doesn't like him, but... The newer generation, Derek, they're willing to uh, to look past political murder. They're they're willing to look past the murder of the journalists because he lets women drive cars. Hey, did you and hear? I feel like did you yeah. hear? Women can drive cars now. I also heard they have women teachers as well, which is oh, come pretty, on now, they're pretty progressive over there. Hey, <laughs> like, I don't want to say a... t- telling tales out of school, but it's that BS guy. He's like on the cutting edge of uh, equality. A progressive, yeah. Sometimes it takes the murder of a couple journalists, exactly, and the imprisonment of thousands to get to where you need exactly. to go as a society. Some, sometimes we can just learn have that to lesson. die to get to for females to get their license. Yeah, I mean it's an American classic. It's a Saudi classic. What can mm-hmm. I say? And as long as we're still, you know, completely and utterly dependent on their oil, there's literally nothing we'll do about it. So yeah, I mean, they can and, absolutely you know what, honestly, create a massive even crisis. after the even after the like fossil fuel industry. Ex- like just falls apart and whatever happens in like a hundred years, the Saudi family is going to be already on to the, there are going to be, they're going to be solar farms all over that fucking country. And they're going to still be the richest country in the world. It's not going to. So M- MBS is actually on that because he realizes no the, shit. I mean, this, that's it, also why this guy is so dangerous is like, not only Saad is, is like, so I mean, Saad worked with, with three Kings, 20 years of service in like their CIA he started as like a, a cop and then like worked his way up. Three kings, four princes. Mm-hmm. So this guy's seen it all. And he's like, MBS is like a total psychopath. Oh, yeah. I was reading about I mean, that, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, it makes total sense. And I think, but the thing is, is like MBS is, he understands 
that if they want to keep power, the world is moving away from fossil fuels. So he's totally diversifying Mm -hmm. um, everything in Saudi Arabia, like trying to branch out to all types of different things, you know? Harm spreading, harm That's spread right. everywhere, dude. Get your you what, own though, Saudi harm. They're going to be able get your to, own glass woman. They're going to be able to generate so much electricity with solar farms there because it's basically sun 365 days a year, no clouds, and the yep. whole center of the country has nothing in it. There's literally, it's a huge ass country. There's nothing in the middle, so they'll just be able to put, you know, how many, how much money do they have? Isn't it something into like the trillions, like ten trillion dollars? Is the family's worth something? All that dude needs to do is spend one percent of his worth, and he can cover the whole country in solar farms. Yeah, it's just that it's not even that the Saudi the Saudis have. I mean, when you think about capital and you think about a country, it's like Saudi Arabia is a smaller country, but they have such high. They just have such high GDP, and it doesn't go anywhere except for the Saudi royal family. Exactly. Yeah. So like- it's like. Right. Imagine if if like Jeff Bezos like kill that guy, Elon Musk kill that guy, and Tom Steyer kill that guy. We're all in Massachusetts, and the only population we had was like Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. And then it's like that a crazy amount of wealth. So it's like America is a much richer nation, but their their wealth is so condensed, and it's just controlled by like two fucking people. So they're like, yeah, I'm gonna buy a fucking hundred F-15s today, and like spend a billion dollars tomorrow. Like it doesn't matter. And then it's like Derek said, where it's just like. If you're not the Saudis or part of the royal family or like friends of the royal family, you're fucking nobody. Yeah. And speaking of uh, a little side tangent, speaking of Elon Musk, wasn't it? Did he have a little meltdown yesterday because uh, the, Aww, the Democrats were like, taxed. because uh, Kristen Cinema was like, I'm not, dumb. we're not going to tax millionaires. It's going to, whatever it's going to happen. Like, I'm not going to tax. So, this, so then the Democrats are like, all right, we'll tax billionaires. And <laughs> Elon Musk is like, no. Like, dude. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. E- Somebody Elon... get addicted to corporate handouts. Boo-hoo. Dude, and I'll... addicted to corporate handouts. Elon Musk paid $0 in income tax last year, and he's mad that he might get since, taxed. Since 2018, actually. So it, it Zero income for almost, for almost four years. If you'd like, he made, I think it was 30 bill, was it 30? Three billion dollars. He he made some crazy amount of money in one day. It was like I don't know if it was thirty million dollars in one day or if it was a billion dollars. He made some insane amount of money in one day. I mean, these people need to be killed. Like this is such a stupid conversation where people are like, "Let's tax him for one year." I'm like, he just needs to be dead. Yeah. Like this isn't a conversation where that we're having. Like he needs to be made an example of. It's so like, easy to solve this I don't problem understand. of like yeah, runaway it's wealth. It's so too. fucking easy. Like literally all you have to do is put a wealth tax in that gets more strict as you get more wealth. It's not that it's the same system we had until we decided to dismantle it like 20 years ago. 30 yeah. years ago. It's yeah. And that's why we have such crazy like like Totally. People are like how come there's so many billionaires now? It's like, "Whoa, because we made it easy for people to gain wealth when they have wealth." We made it yep. difficult for people to gain wealth when they don't have anything. And I'm I'm almost done with this book, Capital in the 21st Century, but it's interesting the points that he talks about in the book where the metric is when you make over 500 million, your mm-hmm. wealth becomes, in America, becomes exponential, right? Right. So that means that year you made 500 million, the next year you make a billion, the next year 2 billion, the next year 4 billion, the next year 8 billion, the next year... 16 billion isn't it's, it isn't it if you have your if you have two i think it's two million dollars and you have it in a like an nra or like a what do you call it a whatever portfolio you don't have to work the rest of your life you have two million dollars you put it in the right accounts 
and you can make about a hundred thousand dollars a year just on interest. You don't have to do anything. That's it. That's yeah. Your, that, if you when you make two thousand, if you if you earn two million dollars, you should just be fired from your job and you shouldn't be able to work anymore. You know, it just well that was. It was actually 19, I think, 37. That was going to be a constant. It was going to be a constitutional amendment. They were going to be like one million dollars is the, which is probably the equivalent of about like a hundred million dollars now. They were like, that's the, that's as much money as you can have yeah. in America as a person. And I feel like two million dollars, the metric that Derek said, and it's not, it's not just us. There's a, there's a billionaire. I forget his name. I mean, obviously, no one knows his name because. He gave all his money away. Mm. He gave everything away and just kept two million. And he's like, no one needs any more amount of money than this, which yeah. is which is accurate. And I, I don't it's like if you want to keep more money, I think that's fine. But every year that you do, I'm going to cut off one of your fingers and then True. you can just like be totally maimed and mutilated, but keep your money like I don't like this whole billion millionaire billionaire tax thing. It's so underwhelming, like there needs to be something much more extreme like hey if we can learn anything from mbs okay it's that sometimes murdering and torturing people for the right reasons might be something cool is fucking sick bro dude if i had a fucking cool criminal hip squad fucking elon musk dude i'd give that guy five dna tests right now you know what i'm saying dude (laughs) (laughs) dna elon i'm coming with the dna kit (laughs) <laughs> yeah, dude. Be- Jeff Bezos, you're next, dude. What's that? You look like you got a little Scandinavian blood in there. Let me check. Let me fucking see what you got going on in there, dude. Let me see what percentages you got. Okay? Let me check Let me your check blood with my, my hands and my eyes. All right? I'm going to... In my, in my, in my yeah. mouth. I'm going to lick your blood. <laughs> yeah. We're going to taste your blood. Get you that DNA test, kid. <laughs> it's so true, though. Like, Yeah, billionaires. That shouldn't even be a thing. Sorry. I don't nah, agree yeah. with it. I've had so many people, arguments with people that are like, oh, well, if you if you earn it, if you work hard enough, I'm like, you're just a fucking asshole, though, at that point. Like when you have more than a million dollars and you're like, oh, you're not working hard oh, enough. You're just a fucking asshole. And these are asshole. people who just don't know, dude. It's like no one. The idea of a self-made billionaire, it doesn't exist. Name me a billionaire. And I unfortunately know all their stories. Bill Gates, he grew up probably un, un, unexaggeratedly, unironically, the most privileged upbringing of maybe any human being in American existence, dude. Parents filthy rich, dude. Filthy rich people sent him to the best schools. Imagine if you had access to the most high-tech computers since the second grade and had teachers that were like some of the most highly educated teachers, basically just your tutor every day. That was that kid's entire upbringing. He was given massive loans from his parents to start a company. Elon Musk. The dude literally has such a crazy comical idea of wealth. He went to a store in Manhattan and gave a store cloak emeralds Mm -hmm. in exchange for goods. This is how these people grew up. They have no concept of reality. They're so far out there. People are like, oh, you know, Elon Musk is a self-made billionaire. It's like, yeah, besides that emerald mine that his parents owned in, in South Africa. Like, and oh, every time yeah. he had a business, they gave him tens of thousands of dollars to start it. Mm-hmm. I and mean, it's like I mean and that's and that's that's assuming that they also and that's didn't just books. fund him to be a human. Like he probably when they were giving him money to start businesses, they were also just giving him money to be a person. You know, like he didn't. He, he had he had that dude never paid dollars. rent, never paid money exactly. for groceries, never paid money for a cab. It's like this thing where it's like, oh yeah, he gave him a loan for this. It's it's just it's just not that simple. It's just it's never been that simple. And 
the idea of a self-made billionaire, like those are other examples, like same thing with, with Bezos, given huge stacks of money from people to start Amazon. Like, and Amazon, Tesla, all these different companies. I, it, I got into an argument with a kid at the bar this week. I'm like, how fucking stupid are you? Like, he's just Thomas Edison. Like, Tesla is not his company. Like, he didn't start Tesla. That's true. He didn't give a shit about electric cars. He bought the company from somebody and then just pushed it. Yeah. Anybody could push electric a cheap electric car. If you want to look at the things that he's actually done, that he actually created from scratch, it's like a fucking flamethrower. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> like dude, nice, yeah. dude. Yeah, cool. Really? And, like, and, and, like and then the it's like this company, idea. boring company, which makes like a, a, like a boring machine, like literally a machine that digs into the ground. Decide yeah, it's so fucking and this idea where everyone's like he's gonna save humanity he's like <laughs> this dude this dude is a sociopath like yeah dude it's like such a fucking joke it's like these people are so if you think elon musk or any of these people give a fuck about you you're so delusional check the head dude feel it <laughs> yeah feel it you have a massive dent in your head you need to go to fucking Dude, the wait time for St. Elizabeth's is probably 15 minutes right now. Jesus. Get the fuck down there get, immediately. Stick your finger in that dent. You need to pull out the Joe Rogan podcast. You need to throw it away. <laughs> yeah, right? dude. Because yeah. Joe Rogan and Elon Musk are not idols, and they're not someone to you want to look up to to be like, you don't want to be this guy when you grow up. Once right? again, Joe Rogan, thank you for the Elder Tor expansions, but no thank you for <laughs> the fucking extended pandemic. And also, absolutely irrefutable defense of billionaires that just shouldn't exist in this country. It's so... People and it, like, there's nothing, and this isn't this isn't us. This is like other like, I'm a scientist in training. Derek's a journalist. Like, these are not just us. Other people in the in these industries telling you that he has done nothing to progress humanity, and he never will. There's like this like new idea into space travel, dude. If it was just genuine, I would be so behind a dude. Love it. But this dude could radically improve the lives of every single American, and that's improving humanity. And he just every day refuses to do it and gets so mad at the idea of having to pay his fair share. It, in what world is somebody so concerned about the future of humanity, but literally refuses to pay their fair share of taxes? Like these, I don't understand how you see these two things. Like I just I, I just want to understand people's brains because they're so kooky nuts. Dude. Yeah, man. How do I get audited, but but Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk don't pay tax? Yeah. Like I don't I don't understand how that works. I've literally never yeah, made over forty thousand fully... dollars in my entire life in a year. Never, not not one time. So okay, and yeah, I get audited because I had four hundred dollars of crypto. I didn't tell <laughs> yeah. you about. Yeah, the IRS dude, they were going to monitor those $600 banks. And they said they were going to, and they're like, oh, no, no, no we're not going to do that. So you guarantee, I guarantee they're doing that. 100%. Right yeah, definitely. Yeah. If you have crypto, first of all, you're dumb to have crypto. And then also get off Coinbase because the IRS is all over that shit. Yep, yep. And also get off Robinhood, dude. Weeble. Oh, yeah. If you're on For Robinhood, you're God. just an idiot at this point. Yeah, get they the fuck off. They literally got caught turning off trading. Yes. Like they, and then their defense was... We had to do it. And everyone was like, no, you didn't. And they were like, oh, don't hurt us, please. We're just doing our job. Imagine a world where Bank of America stocks are shooting through the roof and they just stop the market. There's no, or Tesla's shooting through the roof and they stop the market. It's not a million years they'll do that. But as soon as poor fucking Joe Schmo's 
John Nada's making money, dude. They're like, cancel totally. the fucking thing, dude. The he thing needs about to not it is make like, money. Is like the investment companies and like the big banks they had already written off AMC and GameStop as failing stocks, so they had pulled their money out and they're really upset. So they were trying to buy. Uh, I forget what you call it when you when you when you buy it on the way down. What's it called? Short selling. Short selling. So they were like, okay, we'll just short sell it instead because it'll definitely go down. And then. And, so if you're then not they familiar, lost all their money. If you're not familiar, that is what's happening right now is that there's so many people holding GameStop and AMC that the short sellers cannot buy enough stock to make it to sell it to go down. So they j- it just keeps slowly rising. And then what they owe the banks, the lenders is up to like insane. It's like billions and billions of dollars at this point. Yeah. And that's what they call a squeeze. Eventually, what's going to happen is. Uh, they're going to get called on all these fucking crazy ass. You're going to get margin uh, called. But the problem is, is that it should have happened. Oh, yeah. It should have happened forever ago. Like, this like, started there in, should have been, this started there should have been multiple. Yeah. If anybody believes that the, if it's not the entire system is not rigged from top to bottom, like, this is a perfect example. Is like, they should have been margin called year like forever ago like when roaring kitty was in congress like that's part of the reason he showed up is because he's just like these people should have been getting margin called like this is ridiculous like i like the stock dude can i say but yeah so it's really you know it's a weird world where kashogi's just fucking at it again every billionaire is in a weird satanic fucking i mean not satanic like a weird pedophilic cabal and we're just sort of stuck in this fucking weird loop. Like, the weird loop of M- MBS, dude. Getting away with fucking doing cool shit with his fucking hit squad <laughs> trying to get those DNA tests. Like, I don't know. There's one thing about MBS is that he does really cool shit. To yeah, be dude, fair, though, he, has- he definitely does do a bunch of cool shit that we'll never do. Like, he probably has, like, a jetpack or, like, you know, I don't know what else he's got. Anything, dude, he's got poison he ring. He's got dude, poison he, this ring, kid is dude. A- Dude, he's like Alpharius and Omega from Warhammer 40k. This dude has cyber technology. <laughs> fucking, he's like, I'll blow a kiss to this dude. I'll make his fucking head explode. I wink at somebody. I'll make that guy come with my wink, dude. That's, that's right. a secret Russian technique I've learned. It's like he's got a giant robotic avatar that he crushes people with. Okay, it's not a game. <laughs> yeah. All right, for MBS. Yeah, dude. He literally has a Gundam. Okay, <laughs> have you seen Shars Sasabi from Shars Counterattack? He has that, dude, and that's how he executes people. <laughs> Chopping people with fucking Gundams. Have you seen Berserk? He literally has Guts's sword, dude. He fucking cuts dudes in half with it. This guy could kill the God Hand if he wanted to. All right, he's got Russian laser rings. <laughs> it's literally Everybody's insane. Impressed. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except for Saad, who is like, "What the fuck is this guy talking about?" Holy shit. Um. So yeah, Saad is chilling in Canada. And uh, I, I mean, he's for sure getting prosecuted uh, for apparently embezzling. But that was part of what I mean, it's hard. I mean, this also is shows the power of propaganda, right? We were just talking about Elon Musk and all these different things. It's like it's easy to look from the outside in to be like, yeah, MBS is so fucking disgusting. Mm-hmm. But like the young people in there, they don't get what we see. They're seeing him lock up all these people that he's claiming are corrupt, Right. And murdering these people, he say, are corrupt and prosecuting these people. So it's like from the inside, you're like, yeah, MBS is a good guy. Like, I'm a woman. I can fucking I can go outside without my husband. I can drive a car now. I can teach. And he's making the system and my country not corrupt anymore. 
Like, from the inside, why this guy has so much pull, like 70% of the people approve of him, makes sense, right? And it's the same thing, like, propaganda is so interesting. And it's like, in America, it's the same way. Like, you could be, like, all of our friends from fucking... Well, I mean, when I was at Derek Wedding talking about billionaires people from the UK, they were like, we don't understand America and its tax system. It's fucking insane. Mm-hmm. And, like, the, these crazy people controlling your governments is wild. And it's like... I mean, that you, makes... you don't even have to, you, you could go even more like micro than that. Like the idea that we, we basically guess at our taxes and the IRS goes wrong. You owe us actually way more money now. Like yeah. <laughs> every other country in the world, they just send you a bill or they send you money. They're like, yeah, we have your bank and we looked at your bank. We looked at your stuff and this is what we owe you back. It's and the, it's the it. IRS is one of the biggest branches of the government. <clears throat> They're fully in this technology age fully capable of doing this oh no but 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 they don't want to (laughs) no but infrastructure wise they're not fully capable of doing it dude you can't even email the irs there's no email you have to call or fax that that's it and when you call you're on you're on hold for you know 45 minutes and if you fax them in my experience you fax them your documents and they only get half and then and then they're like then they're like we got your documents and you're like oh okay great they got my documents and then Eight months later, they send me another bill and they're like, here, we only got half your documents. So this is what you owe us now. And I'm like, you could have just literally looked at the paper, seen my phone number and (laughs) you could have just been like, hey, we only got half your documents. Okay, I'll send them right over. Thank you. Thank you. Instead, like they want to just send paper back and forth with bills and then my response and then their response and then my response. This is the IRS. Okay. I don't understand. They literally should be. It's called the Internal Revenue Service. And why do they have us doing all the fucking work? <laughs> yeah, dude. We understood that you made a uh, hundred dollars off Dogecoin, so we're sending you a five hundred thousand dollar audit. Yeah. Thank you, <laughs> yeah, Derek exactly. Flanagan, for paying for an F fifteen again this year. We needed that. Those F fifteens are cheap. We need you to pay for them. Okay. Okay. So that's the federal government, and I'll tell you what: the Massachusetts government. They were like, so after my whole IRS debacle. The Massachusetts government got back to me and they were like, hey, we saw that the IRS is auditing you, so we're auditing you too. And it's for the same exact thing. And so I sent them an email. I like you in Massachusetts, you can do it all online. They have an a email address and they have a submit your documents form. Literally submitted my documents. And an hour later, some dude called me up and he's like, hey, Derek, uh, I'm from the Massachusetts Revenue Service. Uh, let me just go over some things. And I told him exactly what happened. He's like, you know what? It sounds exactly right. I've heard the IRS doesn't know anything about crypto. So what I'm going to do is make a huge adjustment. <laughs> Just a like, chill dude. He was like, he was like, we actually owe you money because we we had taken some of your money to pay back the what we assumed you owed us. Uh, but then you owe us this other thing. He's like, so you know what? We're going to do it at just like this certain rate and you owe us like $21. And I was like, okay. I t- that yeah, makes total like, sense. Bet. I made like $600 like, on crypto. I owe, I owe Massachusetts 21 bucks. I understand that. Yeah. The fact that the IRS. And then I was like, I asked the Massachusetts guy, I was like, can you like write me a letter that I can give to the IRS to say, hey, look, Massachusetts found my case in this way. Could Let you look at it? Like, and the guy nah, was no like, way. you know what? The IRS is going to do whatever the IRS is going to do. They're not going to listen to us. They're not going to listen to you. They do things on their <laughs> oh own terms. God, yeah, this dude. the Massachusetts Revenue Service was like, the IRS is completely fucked and like, I don't really know, man. Like, you're going to have to deal with them. He's like, you're, you're going to get your case solved, but it just might take a while. IRS, dude, let's give them the old DNA test, dude. <laughs> let's do it to them. <laughs> everyone's getting tested, dude. That's right. Everyone's getting, we're going to find everyone's genealogy. 
We're going to do a big genealogy thing. We're going to find out if you're predisposed to some type of disease. You might not want to marry this person. You might want to marry this person. We're going to do it, dude. We're going to create a better world through DNA. People were afraid of these COVID tests and the COVID vaccines. Wait till they get the DNA test from the HeckCast. They're going to be a yeah, little bit more Hetcast afraid. The HeckCast DNA cast the patented, dude. Our, wait, to just, hey, uh, Elon Musk, come over here and shake my hand. <laughs> you like that ring? <laughs> Check out Big this fan ring. of your work. Thank you for saving humanity. Yeah. Just get a handshake in here. Thank you. Oh, Blue Origin is great, Mr. Bezos. Thank you. Give the old shake of the hand, tip of the hat. And all right, cool. See you tomorrow. Not feeling so well? That's unfortunate, dude. Yeah, I got this ring from Russia. It's very cool from St. Petersburg. <laughs> you ever heard of Nelvani? He's felt this <laughs> ring before. <laughs> Nelvani, dude. Nelvani felt this ring hard. Hasn't been seen in six months, dude. Yeah, I got a powerful shake. Let's just say that. <laughs> One shake of this hand and you're either in the ground or you're in a prison in uh, Russia. Okay? <laughs> yeah. You're the Tunguska for six years. Yeah. Arctic tundra, yeah, right? You better be ready. The the <laughs> ground there hasn't unthawed in thousands of years. <laughs> but it will when I give it a slap with this hand, right. okay? Watch your mouth. <laughs> you feel this fucking ring. Kiss my ring, motherfucker. <laughs> oh You're like, oh, hold up. I don't want you going out that quick. Just a handshake will do for now. <laughs> I need that plausible deniability, you know? That's right. I got I got some more meetings with this ring, so I don't want I don't want anyone to be looking at the ring. I don't no I don't want to give away anything away. <laughs> yeah, dude, no spoilers this season. But yeah, I mean, Saad, I mean, this guy's fucking cooked. Either way, he stays in Canada. This this Canadian judge is definitely like, and it's like this Canadian judge is gonna coo- is cooking this man. He's cooking him alive, dude. He's probably gonna take all of his scrilla. But I don't know. I mean, the guy's a doctor. I'll find a fucking job doing something. It's mostly just like, <laughs> hey, living somewhere, just avoid. Like, what do you do? You can't move into the country because then it's easier to kill you. So you have to stay in the city and then you're near a, co- a consulate. You just have to put a like some memo on your phone. Anytime you go near a Saudi consulate or the airport, it just starts fucking going off yeah. and ringing. You're like, oh, fuck. All right, I got to go the other way. Honestly, though, it's, it's actually probably a good app to develop. Like, yeah, yeah. It just Maybe pings every Saudi consulate, so you can always stay away. Yeah, I have been working on this health and wellness app, but I may change it to a <laughs> avoid the Saudi avoid Saudi consulate and airport. App. I mean, it's going to be a really easy app because you just use Open Maps and you just have it pinged on every single Saudi embassy, and then you you turn GPS on and boom. Yeah, it's mostly just the front end on a Ruby trying to make it look slick. Um, but yeah, it's uh, a heck of a time, dude, to be alive. I mean, we're going to get, we'll be following this story closely because it's going to be, I'm I'm honestly feeling like this is going to turn into another Khashoggi because yeah. it's like when, I mean, and Muhammad bin Salman went, pub, it went out publicly and said, I am responsible for Jamal Khashoggi's yeah. death. And like, to be totally honest, not, man, like our real names being attached to this podcast and some of the memes that we put on the Instagram and I've tagged Muhammad bin Salman in them. I, I wouldn't go to Saudi Arabia like, no, 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 no. no. Personally, <laughs> I would be afraid he would even know to kill me when I go like that's yeah. that's how prolific a murderer Muhammad bin Salman is like. He scares me like I like no. I, I obviously I don't feel a direct threat from Donald Trump or like these or like Bol- Bolsonaro or something or like Chi, yeah, yeah. but I feel a direct threat. <laughs> from Ben Salman, it's, like directly. It's literally funny you mentioned that because in my head when we were talking like 20 minutes ago, I was like, have I had anxiety thinking about <laughs> yeah. like ex- going in a plane, like going over Saudi Arabia. Yeah, and I like, we have to land in Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. being like, uh, no, 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 like I can't. There's some, there's some like Saudi, like 
prisoner that he dug up and he's like, I want you to go on Instagram and anybody who tags me, I want you to fucking. Honestly, like, I mean, I feel like that's, I mean, it's not unrealistic. (laughs) Anyway, shirts are coming with the Muhammad bin Salman. If you see these two men kill them with me and Derek, because I honestly feel like in two years. uh... Yeah. Don't let your memes just be dreams, (laughs) especially when it's the death threats from the Saudi royal family, because I honestly think we would be killed if we went there. I mean, I, 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 like they have it, it's so easy for them to make a kill list of people they see online put it in a document and then check passports when people enter the country it's not hard for him to create a system to like look oh, for no. dissidents or like look for people coming to like because if you look at it from his perspective he doesn't want even like small critics to enter the kingdom he doesn't want people who are even like the tiniest have a hundred listeners on their podcast and just like look at the quote unquote criticism that everyone talks about of Jamal Khashoggi. And it was like, I don't really like that. He murders people. (laughs) And then he gets murdered. Like (laughs) these are the criticisms that were like super critical. It's like, Hey, murder is not that cool. (laughs) It's like, and he's like, cool. I'm going to murder you now. And like big time. And like, I mean like a real painful torture kind of way. We're talking yeah, in a saw. dismemberment. Yeah. yeah. And like, what was it? They shoved him into a, a pit and burned him. I think that was what yeah. we decided was the end uh, in our in our events. How we. Yeah. In our timeline. Our timeline. Which the Turkish police couldn't fucking put a goddamn thing together. Right. Yeah. They're I like, I don't know. Like, Erdogan like... just called off the investigation. So I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it's like some meme where it's like they're out there like chasing a duck around, like yeah. just fucking doing nothing. Exactly. <laughs> they all have like clown shoes on. They're like tripping over each other, like slipping on bananas. Like, <laughs> like Salmon's like, here's a cheetah fur. Just, just get out of here. Yeah. Just they're like stick. slipping on blood. They're like, I, what I got happened? you a bronze elephant statue. Okay. Just, just get on out of here. You don't need to investigate. <laughs> yeah, His like blood and body parts and viscera everywhere. They're like, do anything. the Saudi government's never done. They're good guys, huh? How many glass women I got to give you before you <laughs> yeah, figure this out? On. Alive, dead, who knows? liger fur, okay? Just get your <laughs> get around it. <laughs> yeah. And I just love there's like blood viscera everywhere and the Turkish police for like weeks are like, yeah, it could be alive. We don't really know what yeah. happened. <laughs> they're like, bad, dude. Perfect. Sounds incredible. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't really think of Turkey as a bastion of safety and, uh, you know, good police work or anything like that. So, no, I mean, apparently nowhere is because police can't do their jobs and are easily bought out everywhere in the world. So true. Almost like power corrupts. Almost. I think there's some Northern European countries that have a little bit better grip on it, but they're also like super inherently racist countries. So, yeah. And it's also like, like Iceland, for example, has it, you know, but it's also like, like when I, when I was at Iceland, my, I was talking to this dude who's like, yeah, the the only murder that's happened here in the last 20 years, my like uncle went out to the guy's house and like found him in a shack. And he's like, oh, we got to go to town. You fucking killed your wife. Mm-hmm. Like, he wasn't a cop or anything. He was just some random. He was like, yeah, it's my neighbor. He killed his wife. So rounding him up. But that's like the whole point is like the community is what's is what protects itself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yada, yada. Everyone knows this shit. But it's like you can't. I mean, it's it sounds good. It's impossible to to do that in America at this point. Like it's going to take decades of like healing and nah, like you're 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 uh, optimistic by saying decades, man. I know, I know, but it's like I think in isolated pockets of certain places, like Cambridge, would be a place where you could do it um, because sure. it's like everyone's fucking rich and nobody cares about the problems of anybody else. So. But 
Um, yeah, fuck the heckin' uh, MBS, dude. The guy's a real fucking jerk. I'm just not sure, <laughs> like, where does it end? It's like, where does it fucking end with this guy? Like, this guy's trying to actively sending the fucking DNA testers to fucking Canada. And it's just, no, it's just a fucking blip on somebody's radar. It's a fucking 10-minute thing on the fucking news cycle, and it just disappears, and no one cares until he turns up dead. Yeah. And then it's going to be like, hey, man, that sucked. But we do need that oil, so, <laughs> brother. Just come on. Just come on. <laughs> yeah. It's just, dude, I don't even know what to say at this point. Like, they're just going to keep getting, how does he keep getting away with it? Uh, he's just going to keep getting away with it, dude. There's just nothing we can do about it. I mean, MBS is going to continue to murder people, and we need his... I mean, this is what we talked about before in that cast, where it's like, native biodiversity, like, ecology, you know, saving the planet, it means more than just, like, saving the planet, right? It, it's also, like, saving people. Because if Saudi Arabia doesn't have this, like, prolific sway on, on culture and society, they can't murder people and rule with impunity. Right. And they only do that because of oil, like oil. Our reliance on fossil fuels means more than like saving the fucking polar bears, which is also important. Right. Yeah. It means that like it means saving human lives in in ways that you would not typically expect in, in ways not related to climate. So it's like that's it. That that shit is huge. Like we would see, you know, what I mean, if we had switched over to fossil fuels at this point, there wouldn't be. Lockheed Martin and Raytheon bombs being dropped at fucking weddings in Yemen. It sounds crazy. It sounds like some butterfly effect, like nonsense, but it's true. It's like if America was 100% energy and efficient and green this day, which could have happened if we'd started in the 70s when all these fossil fuel companies got the information through destroying the planet, but then just buried it for 50 years, yeah. created so many Manchurian candidates like Joe Manchin that doesn't matter. It's like we would be at a place where Jamal Khashoggi would be alive because Saudi Arabia would just be making fucking zero ducats a year from America. Like, they're relying on other places, but you cut out this huge chunk of them and the people that supplies them with literally, like, a huge portion of their weapons under every president since Carter. It becomes, you know what I mean? We realize that, you know, things, things are different. And then it's like, wars don't happen in Yemen. Wars don't happen in Syria. Wars don't happen in Iran. Like these things, it starts to de-escalate literally itself. And the American military is all of a sudden just sitting around covered in dust and they can't create as many wars as they would have liked and as many proxy wars, mm -hmm. right? And it's like cl like the climate change issue, biodiversity issue is is massive and prolific. And, it, and the reason it's so hard to get through is it literally affects the war economy, yeah. right? Like why is climate change? It's not just about the climate. It's about like weirdly... Saudi Saudi Arabia and it's also about like Canada it's also about all these different places where it's not just the Koch brothers right like there's so, so many people that profit it's like when Raytheon the Koch brothers every billionaire is pushing to keep for their own different reasons for war for violence for blood for money it's like everyone has their own reason to like keep the planet to to keep killing the planet yeah I mean like I mean like the industrial revolution and like uh like the fossil fuel industry, like the fossil fuel boom was like a huge thing. You know, it's like in 20 years, if we were like, we need to just get rid of in the internet. Okay, guys, like it's, you, <laughs> it, but it is like similar in Dude, that there's, way. There's enough porn. Well, no where, more porn. Where there was like a good majority of humans on earth that were making money strictly off fossil fuels and they were selling yes. it to every person on the planet. 
and it's just like the internet now, where now there's a good portion of people on the planet making money off the internet, and pe- everyone in the world is able to 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 get the goods that are on the internet. So think about it like it's like in in 20 years if we're like, all right, you know what, the internet's pretty bad. I got this new internet. It's better, but it's not the same. So everyone, please just be okay with it. So like that's why these that's I mean that's why these fucking rich oil barons are obviously not going to stop. They don't want to stop. No one, and, yeah. and they're, they have so much money. They can lobby the government. And I, I, I know I'm preaching the choir. Everybody knows this, but it's just like, it's so simple. It's so easy to see. It's like not yeah. hidden. Like if you, but, if you, if you think that like climate change isn't real and the information you're getting is from Exxon, like, don't you think that that doesn't make any sense? Yeah. But it's also like we said earlier, it's hard to, for Americans to get an abject opinion. Especially since they struck down the yeah, honestly, yeah, the fucking whatever bill it was for if you want to discuss a topic, like you have to have people on both sides discuss it. Yeah, like actual people, not like Fox News people. They're like, we're gonna have this eighteen-year-old uh, liberal arts student we found <laughs> at fucking exactly. some random school and uh, a conservative professor. We paid a hundred million dollars to say whatever we want. It's like exactly like how how long t- do you think until like to save money, schools get corporations to sponsor the books that they they read to the children so it'll be like history brought to you by budweiser and that's the book oh no they yeah read. but colleges it's colleges co- in america don't need any money they're already so fucking filthy rich like they co- they don't need money but they're, have- but they're ready to take it like it, oh, you're, you're, you're take, saying yeah. that like they don't increase the the tuition <laughs> yeah, every is, single year that is true but it's like you know what i mean uh, harvard is literally colonizing massachusetts like by the time that's like Harvard's that like hundred year plan, like that should raise a couple eyebrows mm-hmm. when somebody has a like who else had hundred and thousand year plans? Mm-hmm. Like like what other colonizers? Like you know I can't really think of any. But when people start when colonizers start talking about their hundred year plans and it's like their entire board is all white, a little should make everyone a little nervous. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just a little bit. Not to get like too conspiracy about it, but. Just a just a little nervous. Yeah, you know what I mean. And when, a bunch of and white when, people start talking about hundred year legacies. Exactly, I start to get a little spooked. And when the richest and people it's in not the just because Halloween here, folks. And when the richest like four people in the world start building spaceships, all of, all four four of them, you should also be worried about that too. Like, <laughs> yeah. like the there has never been a time in history where the richest people were leaving the planet frequently for fun. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, bit of a yikes, dude. Like bit in theory, like you know. These billionaires could just develop a sick weapon, take their personal spacecraft up into space, blow up the planet. They could do it. I'm just saying. This is how villain stories start, okay? They don't come out of thin air, right? They start building rocket ships before they blow up the planet. Star Wars didn't (laughs) happen when they were still living on Tatooine, all right? (laughs) Yes, dude. Accurate. Um, Yeah, dude. And... Yeah, I mean, MBS is just a weird figure, and it just like like we're talking about, like we see him as bad, but it's only because we have an abject opinion, and people look at America and think, you know, Ben Shapiro and fucking Jordan Peterson and fucking Bill Gates are good, but that they're just getting their propaganda push. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's propaganda versus propaganda, and you can't get that objective opinion anymore in America, and that is a manufactured problem. It's manufactured by Americans and by other countries, mm-hmm. right? It's many. Manuf- I mean, now China's getting in on it because they realize that Americans are so fucking susceptible. I mean, Americans statistically consume more media than any other nation, and we're all that also makes us more susceptible to propaganda, right? Because the only defense about to propaganda, once again, folks, is just to think. You literally just have to like consume a piece of media and just sit there for a second and be like, "What does that mean?" Like, 
we're doing here. Like Muhammad bin Salman is threatening to murder somebody. But like, what does that mean? Like, what did this guy, what is this guy's thing? What is that guy's thing? You have to just look at it from all angles and think about it. Like, think about who's telling you this and why. Mm-hmm. And if people did that shit more, just like basic critical thinking, we would just not have the the types of issues that we have. Hey, and pretty much you, know? you just defined why we have a podcast because uh, that's the case. And <laughs> yeah, dude. We decided to be annoying about why we think those people are stupid, and then we yeah, yeah. dude. And uh, and memeing up, but yeah. I I mean the the whole MBS thing is just it's always so weird to me. Like, cu- like culture and I, I mean ideology everywhere is so fascinating to me. Like why people behave and believe the way that they do is so interesting. And it's it's always interesting that people have such hard times seeing through all the propaganda. And on, on every side, like there's so much floating around in America. It just created this really weird system that we all live in. And it's like information is so toxic and human beings because of that information. And we're so conditioned by social media have also become so toxic. It's really weird. Like really, it's like it truly is like the best and worst of times because it's so interesting to like see how things work, mm-hmm. uh, especially from like my computer science side. But it's also horrifying <laughs> to watch it all unfold. Who would have thought that the global rise of authoritarianism would really just take hold yeah. and just kind of stay for an incredibly long time? If you if you if you thought you wouldn't live long enough to see an ex president endorse a fascist from Brazil, <laughs> you've lived long enough. It's already happened. Yeah. Because yesterday Donald Trump uh, endorsed Bolsonaro, which may why would he? Why does he endorse? somebody running for a president in another country I, like what is that it's because he's what another authoritarian but, but just like, supporting authoritarianism w- w- when when has like like when did barack obama be like oh, you know what i endorse boris johnson that's it i endorse the <laughs> yeah. like no 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 foreign leader endorses another foreign leader while they're running it's just because donald trump once again has absolutely no fucking idea where he is at any given time, like <laughs> yeah, what or, he's doing. Like, like people are like, Sleepy Joe. I'm just like, Donald Trump is just saying things and has just doesn't know what room he's ever been in his life. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's like, what do you think about Bolsonaro? He's like, I support him 100%. King Jamun is my friend now. I also, I'm great. What color suit am I wearing? Couldn't tell you. God bless America. Hail Satan. Mm-hmm. It's just like the guy couldn't tell you what day of the week it is he unironically calls himself your favorite president i'm hey your favorite president's here but it's like not a joke that like you know if i was like hey you know your favorite server i don't know your favorite heckin redhead guy is here i don't know like (laughs) no one would say that no one says that about themselves unironically it's not hey donnie it's not cool yeah you don't look they don't sound cool we only do things unironically around here okay it's a millennial way it's a millennial code the unironic code fucking unironic unironically want to die well give us your most unironic final word for the listeners um dune was fire duncan idaho got a good amount of time lady jessica good got a good amount of time obviously muadib got a good amount of time i think they cut a lot of scenes from yui uh from thufir hawat from duke leto um, but hopefully we'll get the unabridged version soon. And <laughs> yeah, the director's cut, if you will. Yeah, dude. But, uh, besides that, dude, I, I don't know. Happy Halloween. That's what, that was my final word. I was going to say happy Halloween. Love ya. 
So thanks for stealing my line. Fuck, dude. I'm sorry. Take some drugs and have a good time. Worship Satan this weekend. That's right. Drink some port wine and run around with a wig on. I've done that a few yeah, times. Yeah, do it. Oh, yeah. Actually, I've been there outside of your old apartment yeah. wearing a wig, drinking port wine. That's right. <laughs> and then it was your first time drinking port wine. You're like, this stuff's fucking awesome, man. I was yeah, like, it's, I it's so good. <laughs> it's, it's so good. But it's, it's, it's people give you a really weird look when you when they see that you're getting drunk off a of dessert wine. But I'm telling you, it's delicious. Okay. Yeah, it is. It is so fucking good. It's dude. good. You're just gonna get the good stuff. I, li- you know what? I'm living where the good stuff is. It's so cheap here. Oh yeah, dude. I don't really drink it's that often, but when Chagall, I dude in the port, dude, you can get yourself a 20 year aged, fucking nine euros. It's awesome. Damn, dude. All right, what's your final word? My I saw your word is, Halloween. Uh. Uh, put on your fancy dress and go out there for Halloween and, you know, don't let anyone tell you you're too old to trick or treat. Okay. Don't let anybody yeah. tell you that. And get out there and have fun yeah, and make sure you actively worship Satan while you're outside. Yeah. And, and as princes, if maybe dress up like, uh, oh, you could dress up like Khashoggi. You could, wait. you could dress up like the guy who killed Khashoggi. So you just like put oh on Khashoggi's clothes God, dude. and it's just like really disheveled. I think some of the buttons were like unmatched too. They were like not linked up with the right <laughs> buttonhole. Wow. So yeah. So maybe, maybe I'll go, maybe I'll go as Khashoggi or Khashoggi's killer. No, yeah. I don't, I don't think Khashoggi's killer. That's not cool. Maybe I'll just go as Khashoggi. Yeah. I'm just going to walk around with a DNA kit and say, I work for uh, Muhammad Salman. <laughs> Classic. All right, buddy. Love ya. All right. Love ya. Amen. Amen. <laughs>